My name is Brooke Moore, and this podcast is about Mute Geese. Mute Geese was born February 15, 1909, in Austria. She was born into a Catholic family. However, they were not very wealthy. Due to their lack of money, her parents thought she would have a better life somewhere else. In December of 1920, her parents put her on a train that was going to the Netherlands. Meep Geese ended up in Leiden with her foster parents. Her foster parents moved to Amsterdam soon after. Not knowing how important the decision of whether Meep would stay or go back home was yet, they made the right one. Both her foster parents and her biological parents agreed that it would be better if she stayed in the Netherlands with her foster family. At age 18, she began working as a typist in an embroidery and pleading workshop. Six years later, when the crisis hit, she was fired. Luckily for her, her neighbor in her apartment complex had another job for me. She got her an interview and Meep got the job as a representative for Auto Frank's business. She was promoted to the firm's customer service after mastering the jam making process. Meep Geese met her husband at her first job and they got married two years into the war. By this time, she was a social worker for the social services in Amsterdam. The couple found a house near the Frank family in Meerwindenplein. One day, Otto Frank called me in and told her a plan for all of them to go into hiding. This included Meep, her husband, Otto Frank, his wife, and kid. Meep did not hesitate when asked for her help to get his family into hiding in the secret annex. Margaret got a call on July 5th, 1942. Otto and Edith Frank decided it was time to go into hiding. They called Meep and Jan to tell them to bring their stuff to the hiding place, and they went into hiding the next day. Meep picked Margaret up, and they went to the Otto's company on the prison drafts. Otto's family went there by foot. Once in hiding, they had to figure out a routine for how they could stay hidden. All the helpers divided up the workload. Meep took care of the meat and vegetables. And Frank, Otto Frank's daughter, wrote about their situation and how Meep was like a pack mule and explained how she figured out how to get vegetables every day and brought them home on her bicycle in shopping bags. Meep also would figure out ways to bring people in hiding library books to keep them educated and entertained. The Van Pels and Fritz Pfeffer joined the Frank family in the secret annex. They helped Meep with the workload due to having to take care of the eight people in hiding with them and the fact that the auto family company had to continue as normal. 
During this time, Meep and Jan Geese were also hiding Kuno Van Der Horst in their own home. Kuno was a 32-year-old that had to go into hiding due to the fact that he refused to sign a declaration of loyalty to the Nazis. Meep walked in on Anne while she was writing in her diary, already knowing about the diary. Anne gave her a grim look and slammed her diary shut. Anne told Meep that she was also writing about her. Meep, not knowing how to respond, replied with, I'm sure it will be lovely. Anne did not know that Meep kept notes of her diary. On August 4, 1944, the Dutch police raided Prinzengratz, which is where they were hiding. The police arrested the eight people in hiding, including the two helpers. Later, Meep and Bip went to the secret annex to try to find any personal belongings of the people in hiding. When they got there, they found Anne's notebook and papers all over the floor. They got everything and hoped to return them to Anne one day. Meep took a big risk by walking into the headquarters of the Sitcherheitsendents as one last attempt to free the ones arrested. Joan's Clemen, one of the helpers arrested, was released a few weeks after. Meep, along with the other helpers kept the company running hoping for the return of the eight from the secret annex may of 1945 the netherlands was a free country the frank family was released and showed up at meet and jan's doorstep of course meet was not going to turn them away she offered them to stay as long as they needed or wanted Otto ended up staying with them for over seven years. Two months after the release of the Frank family, they came to the conclusion that Anne had died in the concentration camp. Meep got all of Anne's work that she had and gave it to Otto Frank. The whole time Meep had Anne's work, she never read it. After the publication of the diary and Otto insisting on Meep reading the story, she finally did. Afterwards, she said how she was glad that she never read it, or she would have burned it due to the danger it put the people Anne wrote about in. After the war, Meep carried on Anne's legacy by telling her students the stories from the secret annex and the memories of her friend Anne. In the early 1990s, Meep helped writer Allison Leslie Gold write Anne's memoir. Meep and Jan mourn the loss of their friends every year on August 4th. Meep explains how they did all that they could to help as many people as possible. She explained how they did not forget about those arrested, but instead continued to risk their lives to save others in need of help. Meep dedicated her life to helping others. She risked everything just to try to help others that had nowhere to go. Meep Geese's legacy 
In the end was the result of that one hard decision made by her foster parents and biological parents. They, If they had not decided that it would be best for her to stay with her foster parents, then Meat would have never met Otto, Frank, and his family, and story possibly would have never been told, and nobody would have known about how difficult it was to live during this dark, evil time of war. Meep was a strong, independent, selfless person who changed history itself through her works. Meep Geese passed away on January 11, 2010, with an extraordinary story for all of us to learn from.